All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Michelle McPherson. I'm here with Jerry West, and we are recording another session of the SEO and Beer podcast for 2020. Welcome, Jerry. Awesome. How you doing, Michelle? We, I hear I the beers. Podcast, so I got to get my silver beer. It's in the name, so we have to do it. Are you doing it? No, I don't have any beer in the house. Well, that's true because you have teenage boys, and that would not be a good thing. Let me put it this way. I don't have any beer in the house that I know of. <laughs> oh! Well, if that's, if that's the case, they're, they're drinking warm beer. and Yeah. They just don't understand how wrong that is. No, no. At that age, they don't care. Mm-mm. Far as I know, there is no beer in my house. What are you I'm drinking right. today? I am drinking a West Mall out of, out of Belgium. Nice. Yeah, I had one of the uh, SEO Rev members send me uh, a shipment. I got, I, got, I got nervous because I get this package and it's from a monastery. <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, what kind of religious nut job is sending me propaganda from their religion? Yeah. Right? So trying to save, I got saved Jerry's soul, right? You know? Uh -huh. Here's some leaflets. Uh huh. <laughs> right. Because the Jehovah, Jehovah's Witnesses come, well, they used to. They used to come all the time to my house. So the first time I try to be nice, you know, I invite them in, give them some coffee and have a little chat, you know? Wow. That's very nice of you. Well, you know, they're out. I'm sure it's a, that's not a, a fun job. Yeah. And, but they, but they kept coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You opened the door. Mm -hmm. At the worst possible times. And so I've got, you know, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the South and people know if you're, if you're in the South, no one ever knocks on your front door. It's a rule. You always go on the, on the back door. This is how it is. Oh, really? Yeah, well, because uh, most everyone's driveways go clear to the back of the house. Okay, gotcha. Mm -hmm. And it's a, it's a pretty much a standard. If you go to someone's house, you don't stop, you know, mid-driveway. You keep sure. going around the driveway ends. So they start, they would always go to the back. Mm -hmm. Well, my back door, one of those old doors, and so the the, the top is is all glass pane, mm -hmm. and the bottom's all wood. And uh, you know, I'm I'm doing laundry, and I just got out of the shower. I live by myself. Uh -huh. I walk around the house naked. Things because are what they are, yeah. Because I can, right? Yeah. And there's a ring of the doorbell. Ah, no one comes to my house. I'm on three acres in North Carolina. No one ever comes over. Mm -hmm. So I go to answer the door. Naked. <laughs> and it's it's a couple, and they're you know older, and they're both like I'll immediately look at the ground. I I'll, hey, you guys want to come in? <laughs> So did it work? Did they come back after that? No, they've never been back. Nice. 
So, so that's your first takeaway from the podcast, how to get rid of Jehovah's Witnesses or other door-to-door -door folks. Just uh, right. do I, it work, work for anyone. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, unless... The only, only time it wouldn't work is if you're very hot and attractive and that would make them come over a lot more. My dad was a UPS driver and um, used to tell me that all sorts of interesting people would open the door naked and invite him in. All kinds of people. Men, ladies, old, young. Wow, a UPS driver. See, the the films I've seen, when that happens, it's usually pizza delivery people. Yeah, I guess UPS drivers get it too, or at least they did in the 80s, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty, pretty much the opening for most porns, right? Yeah, oh. well, and before that, he drove a beer truck, and then, so he would deliver the kegs of cores to the bars in San Francisco, and that was just a whole other level of offers and invitations that he used to receive. Oh, my God. I don't have any money to pay you, but maybe exactly. we can work something else out. Exactly. Uh-huh. No, no, I just want the money. Yeah. I just really just want to deliver this keg and go move <laughs> on, please. All right. I got more deliveries. Just come on. Just I don't want to be part of your weird, weird little scene here. Yeah. Oh, I bet in San Francisco there would be uh, all kinds of shit going on there. Yeah, he had stories. Mm-hmm. I, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. All right, well, let's talk about what's uh, new in SEO since we just um, finished up with the holidays. And as we know, Google usually does quite a bit of changes and testing and didn't see much of that other than over on GSC uh, or Google Search Console, they just stopped updating the data uh typically you have to wait three to five days to get it and yeah it was what 10 days old mm -hmm. just uh after after the break but it's it's back with um yeah, it's all back and update updated now which is good um quick tip uh you know they do have a new search console layout you can go down and look at the uh thing they refer to as, as the legacy reports i believe mm -hmm. you want to go down to the uh the crawl the crawl status uh check that to make sure your crawl is happening consistently and you're not getting any huge highs and lows uh if you are getting a lot of inconsistent crawls there's a definite problem with uh, how your site is laid out, or it could be an issue with your server. Mm, mm-hmm, okay. Um, and then there's, we've got some test results to share, but then before that, um, there's been some chatter about disavow links. Do you wanna go into that one? Oh yeah. Um, real quick, before you go into the disavow, I wanna share what, what happened with one of our uh, clients. They just did a, update on their site uh, a new redesign uh, it only took uh, 10 months for mm -hmm. the uh, redesign to be done yeah uh, but the main reason why it took so long for the redesign is the president of the company wanted uh, everything perfect 
to make sure that Google would love the site. And you know, we kept pushing, look, don't make it perfect. You know, make it perfect for Google because you don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. No one does. We won't know until we see the actual stats. Uh, and so we would probably still be in not launch mode if, if we hadn't pushed that hard. Uh, mm -hmm. it launched. And they are now getting three times uh, the rate of, of crawl that they were having before. So the, uh, the new site that they've done is exactly what Google wanted. But here's the thing, you, you don't know until you see the data. Uh, so that's, that's what takeaway number two. So we also want to talk about the, the, the disavow file. And I belong to a, to a few white hat groups just to kind of see what they're chatting about. Sure. Oh my God, the, Michelle, the level of bitching and moaning about how long it's taking Google to respond to a reconsideration request or the or the disavow file. It's it's on the border of just mass hysteria. They're just losing their minds. You are so uh, much more than me in dealing with them. Even reading the posts, I would just ah. Oh, I, I well, I want to kill myself most of the time. <laughs> yeah. But it just goes goes to to the fact of most of them, and there are some. I, I hate to use the word celebrities, but in terms of the SEO community, yeah. these, these would be would be, would be the deemed celebrity uh, yeah. SEO peeps. Sure. Um, they are doing the same. What's what's clear is no one's testing which drives me crazy mm -hmm. and everyone it's, it's like one person will will write an article and get it published in one of the major publications and everyone believes that is the truth mm -hmm. that's uh, i hate to use the word gospel but yes they, they just hold on to it and common sense just gets thrown out the window Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's so much of that industry um, relies on rumor and hysteria to stay alive and testing and data. So be, be, before we hit record, we were talking and you've you've done disavow files and I've done disavow files and neither one of us have had any success. But we both know people who have, who have had success. Uh, what we've done in place of doing a disavow file mm -hmm. and if you think about this logically google has stated over and over again they understand what is a good link and what's a bad link and they ignore the bad links yeah well if that's true mm -hmm. there, there would not be a need for a disavow file exactly so it's yeah so that's you're getting double talk at that point but for us what we've always done is if we've been hit by a penalty mm -hmm. or if we've been uh, you know, hit by anything that looks like it's, you know, any, any, any type of issue that would be negative SEO. Yeah. And Michelle, you, you have done this for what, last three years? Mm -hmm. One, 
if we hadn't, if we didn't, or have hadn't done a site audit in quite quite some time, we do one. We fix the shit that's broken that's in our control. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we'll have link rot. We'll be linking out to sites that don't exist anymore or four hundred fours. We get all that cleaned up. We take care sure. of sites. You know, you, basically, we just we do real company shit. We take care of that. Then we do something that's absolutely batshit crazy. Uh, we get more aggressive with our link building and focus mm -hmm. on great links. Uh, and on top of that, we do a complete content audit on our main money pages. And we will ensure that schema is solid. Uh, there's no dupe content and that all the content on the page is completely focused on converting the person to our call to action. Mm -hmm. And insane, we do that, rankings come back. And even um, get better. Yeah, oh shoot. That one, that one graphic we have for our, our main flagship site, when we went and made the changes to schema and the content mm -hmm. and the site structure. And, you know, it looks like the very beginning of a roller coaster. I mean, it is just straight up. Um, it's beautiful. And we got that. Yeah, we got that up to $96,000 worth of organic traffic, according to Ahrefs. Mm -hmm. uh, so what we were doing, absolutely worked and then we did that on other sites that worked that worked as well so uh the takeaway here is look it doesn't take a lot to do a test it really doesn't uh you know you get you get a, a top account with godaddy and instead of paying 14.95 for a domain name you can pay 8.95 for a domain name so nine dollars you throw that up on your server and do some testing uh, or grab an expired domain, or find a site, uh, you know, put out an ad, you know, have you been hit, have you lost traffic? Mm -hmm. uh, we will do this service at a cut rate to use you as a case study. Mm -hmm. people, people jump at that. Sure. Grab four of them, and yeah, this is not a great test, but you don't have, you know, 10 million hours to spend, but grab four, Two, do the, do the uh, re-inclusion re request slash, um, God, damn, think what, the- uh, Disavow file. Thank you. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. <laughs> the, mm -hmm. Yeah, disavow file. And the other one, get aggressive with links. And that includes, you know, buying expired domains, going out and getting high authoritative links. If you know how to run GSA properly, hit that as well and test it see which one works best and i'm i'm I, Michelle, i'm here to tell you from what we've seen what's going to work is instead of trying to disavow links mm -hmm. go get some more yeah get more good links yeah and what what we do we we build links it's very simple people ask us all the time how often should we should we build links and uh we we follow this precisely. We only build links on the days that we eat, right? Yeah. You, uh -huh. you got to do it every day. Yeah. You can't you can't build links say today and then wait 
three weeks and then do it again. Uh, you have to be consistent. You have to keep pushing. Uh, links fall off. Even good links do. It's just the, the nature of the beast on how computers work. All based on ones and zeros. It's not a perfect system. You have yeah. to keep pushing. You have to keep building every single day. This is why automation is so vital. Uh, this is what drives me the most crazy about White Hats is they is they detest automation for some reason. Uh, they, they think uh, automation is a sin against uh, God and God being uh, Google. Mm -hmm. it's, no, it's, what what take what what would take a white hat uh, forty plus hours a week to get done? Uh, Michelle can accomplish uh, in in twenty minutes or less. Yeah. Me. And there is no difference in terms of quality, zero. Sim quality. Uh, and so, hey, if you want to knock yourself out and spend forty hours doing the same thing, you can you can get done in twenty minutes. Hey, enjoy. Uh, very frustrating and miserable life, right? Yeah, so with that, we've got, um, talking about saving time and stuff, you know, I'm sure everybody listening to this is um, familiar with buying expired domains and, and that process to save some time, get a site with some already existing backlinks. So let's talk about the experiment that we ran with an expired domain versus a different expired domain and the results that we had with those. Oh, sure. We'll cover this very, very quickly. So in the past has always been, you know, you can buy expired domains and put new content up if, as long as they have a good backlink profile, mm -hmm. uh, have not been penalized, they're going to rank. And the most, the, the biggest key factor has always been domain age. And a lot of people say, hey, well, domain age has nothing to do with it yeah these are the same kind of people who don't test oh i i registered a brand new domain and we ranked within 30 days yeah it's because your industry isn't competitive whatsoever sure. that's yeah so the, the the clear the clear point on competitive markets is what's the pay-per-click value mm -hmm. and if we're talking 50 cents a dollar two dollars a click that's not competitive uh, we're talking 15, 20, 50, 80, 100 bucks a click. Now we're talking competitive. So this is this is the, the big the big gap here, right? So this is this is the whole key on expired domains is being able to enter competitive markets and not get sandboxed. Mm -hmm. And so we did everything as we've always done. We bought an expired domain that was aged. Uh, you know, it hadn't had content on it for a couple of years, but that's never been a problem in the past. Mm -hmm. But in this case, it was. We did everything right, pointed all the links to the site. Uh, everything got indexed. Everything was working as, as normal. But um, one key thing didn't happen. Right, Michelle? Yeah. Didn't rank. Whoops. It never well, okay, let's be honest. It did rank. It opened up the gates, uh, you know, page five, page six, page seven. And usually it goes up. This time it didn't. Uh, actually went down and was completely sandboxed and never pushed. So 
we then decided we've got this domain that we run pay-per-click to. We've never done any SEO work on the site, but for the last three years, we've done pay-per-click. So we pushed the content on that site and 301 everything over there. And in four days, it started to rank and every week ranking has gone up. Yeah. So, so the takeaway on this thing is, 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 is essentially that the old school thought of just grabbing any type of domain with age and throwing it up is going to be successful. It's not happening any longer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So what, what, what are three things that really jumped out to you, Michelle, on, on this whole process, this whole test that we did? Um, recency of content on the age domain that you're buying. Um, yes. We're going to have to run some further tests to see exactly what that number is. Is it a year? Is it six months? You know, what is it? Um, but clearly that is important now when it used to not be. Um, I mean, that's that's really the biggest thing, I think, that we can take away from this, is that if the site hasn't been developed and active in the last several years, it's probably not going to bounce back for you. No, it's not. And to us, what makes more sense on that is just do a 301 on that domain to the main one you're going to be marketing to. Because yeah. it's not yes, it's not worth it's not worth building out. No. But if it's a good deal that you can pick up for super cheap, it might be worth a 301. Very true. Oops. Uh yeah, okay. Perfect. Well, listen, I want to keep this as uh, short as possible uh, and, and focused. So uh, we'll do uh, the next session here uh, shortly. But the biggest takeaway, I, I think, here is if you have anyone coming to your house who's annoying, just <laughs> throw up naked. <laughs> there we go. All right. You heard it here, say, for me, they're not going to come back ever. Mm -hmm. so, there you go. Perfect. All right. Now you guys know. Take it from Jerry, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for stopping. All right. Bye-bye.